how do I know when it's time to make a decision? When it's time to make a choice? When it's time to make a move? When it's time to act? When it's time to say something? My wife and I haven't spoken for about a week. Well, that's the answer right there. In that particular situation with my wife, if things aren't sorting themselves out after about a week, then it's time to act. It's that simple. Sometimes things sort themselves out. Sometimes with us, one of us is in a funk, we have an attitude, we have something going on. We might not know how to express it, we might not know how to say it, but about a week, about a week is the limit for even if there is no answer, there is no clear path, there is nothing to say that is the easy thing to say, there is no easy way to break the ice after that week of relatively low communication. You just, I just say something. You may choose to say something after two weeks or three weeks. For me, I found in this particular situation with my wife, a week. Doesn't need to go any longer. I think sometimes you address it within a day. I address it within a day. Two days, right on the spot, depending on what it is, but bigger things. Sometimes it takes a week to let things settle, to get your thoughts clear, to get my thoughts clear. To try to be as clear as I can. But I also know I'm never going to be as clear as I could be, perhaps. Never going to have the clarity that I want to have making any sort of decision. And that can bring a sense of discomfort, a sense of lack of confidence. Am I dealing with this right? Is this the right way to go about this? Why don't I know the answer? And after a while of coming to that same point, and asking myself, I found that there has to be an emphasis on a rhythm, on cycles. Sometimes you have to let things play out. Sometimes you have to let your emotions play out. So sometimes it's not just, I'm gonna sit back and not say anything, I'm gonna not do anything. Sometimes it's, I have to yell. Sometimes it's, I have to get these emotions out. And I'm not saying I yell at my wife. I, I don't yell at my wife. I don't, I don't really yell at anyone except for the dogs. An area in my life that I probably need a little bit more patience in. Do you get what I'm saying? Sometimes that anger does need to come out. I found the best way for that anger to come out is in a way that is as constructive as possible. So if I can go on a hike, I can go work out, I can go work. 
I can get things, I can consolidate my own life, my spiritual life, you know, my own belongings, my closet, you know, the things in the office. Can't go overboard because I share a house with my wife and my kid. Everybody has their own belongings and I'm respectful of that. But taking that time to consolidate and organize your life to the best of your abilities and once I think I've done that to the best of my abilities, that's when I try to go and address what really needs to be addressed. And in this case, it was miscommunication with my wife. And it happens from time to time. It very seldom happens for this long. But after going through every little thing I could possibly do on my own, then it's the time that I come to her if she hasn't already come to me. Last time we got into a little funk like this, she was the one to break it, and I think that's also important, having someone that's, that uh, isn't reliant on you to always take the first step, because the first step is typically most difficult. And, and if you're in a relationship with someone who can't take that first step, it can be very difficult. So it was my turn this time, and I waited a week. Because I wanted to make sure every little detail that I could get in order was in order before I came to her. Because I wanted my full attention on this. I wanted to know that everything was taken care of to the best of my abilities and my own personal, spiritual, inner life before I came to her in any sort of mood. And I actually did, off the bat, get defensive and get angry, get hurt. And instead of taking another week, I had to come to the office where I'm sitting right now and just drink a cup of coffee and sit for about five minutes and then come back to her and say, I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to listen. Not rebut, not argue, not say my piece, not tell you, but just listen. Um, that was the step that needed to be taken, that needed to be taken today. I'm having this, this issue in another area of my life as well. I want to move. We want to move, my wife and I. Am. And we chose to live where we're living right now, to be close to family and we had some, we had a bumpy road with family while we're here trying to sort out our relationship with them. A um, couple of things that happened that weren't expected and we've been in the city that we're in for a while and we're ready for a change of pace and I never wanted to live here in the first place but with my wife being pregnant at the time and having a kid, um, her work at the time being close, our family being close, um, an opportunity for a house popping up. Things just kind of aligned in that way. And it's not the option I wanted to take, but it's the, it was the option that was best. And we gained a lot of insight from this past year. And now that it's time to sort of start wrapping this chapter up, no, I want to move and move on to the next step. Um, 
I'm scared because the same reasons I didn't exactly want to live here then are the same exact reasons I want to stay here now. We've made it into a home. We have our family, her parents, my parents, you know, down the highway to take care of our kid when we need to, to come help us out if we need some help, to drop off some diapers or a care package once in a while. And that's nice. That's comfortable. It feels like home. The grocery store is right down the street. The post office is right down the street. And my dream has always been to get a piece of land, kind of secluded, and, you know, have trees, have grass, have some water, have some cows, have some pigs, have a little farm, have a little homestead. And last year, we were in a place to make that decision. We had the savings, it was just me and her, no dogs yet, no kids yet, no ties, no home here. Now we have a home, now we have a kid, now we have another kid on the way, now we have two dogs. And it's a lot harder to make that move now. So. In the same way I was trying to figure out when is the time to go, you know, break this silence between my wife and I, start communication, make the decision to act, make the decision to move, make the decision to say something. And I think it's the same thing. It's, do you have do I have, and when I say do you have, I, I'm kind of thinking, like I'm almost talking to myself, do you have, do I have what it takes to make that move now? Do I have not just the confidence or the conviction or the strength or the discipline, but am I willing to put not just myself now, not just my wife now, not just a dog, but two dogs and a kid and then another kid into a position where I'm not comfortable, where I'm not leading others into a position where I am not comfortable. That's a difficult question. It's a difficult position to be in, but I think it's the same thing as situation with my wife it's well is everything in order can everything at this level of life in this cycle be is it as good as it possibly can be are you are you ready you know did you prepare enough can you do this and not just can you do this but if you decide to do this how are you going to do this and i know how i've thought about it all year but with the road being right ahead, and the only thing that needs to be done, and the only thing that needing to be done, the only thing needing to be done is to make the decision and start the process. It's, it's difficult. It's like it's like waking up out of bed. You know, your alarm goes off and it's time to wake up, but you want to stay in bed. We don't heat the house, so. I wake up, it's maybe 40 degrees, a bit lower in the winter. We live in California. We don't have harsh winters, but 
waking up, <laughs> getting out of the covers to just 40 degrees is, you get used to it pretty quick, actually, but it's cold. You don't want to get out of the warm bed. You don't want to lift the covers up. You don't want to, you don't want to go up and, and use the bathroom. <laughs> you have to use the bathroom. You don't want to get up and go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, wash your face, all these little things that you have to do. Because it's not just getting up. Then you have to get up and do this. And then you have to, I have to get up and do, you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, feed the dogs, get the kid up, change the kid, feed the kid, um, get to work, make some content. And it's every day. And most of the time my wife either helps me or, or she does that. One of us do it. And I would say for the kid, feeding the kid and waking him up, she probably does the majority of that. So it's nice. But it's like, okay, I decide to move. But it's not this, just a decision for me, it's a decision for all of us. My wife and I have to make that decision together. It's probably better that way, so. We think together, two brains are better than one for some things, not everything. Some, some things you actually, I actually have to figure out on my own before I can bring it to my wife. And then typically through conversation and you know, conjoinment, um, cooperation with my wife, I refine my ideas and they come out a lot better because they're not just my ideas anymore, they're our ideas. And it's not just my plan, it's our plan. And that not only takes a lot of pressure off of me to make decisions, but it makes the decisions themselves better. But it's like getting out of bed. You know, you hit the alarm clock or the alarm clock goes off and it's just time. I think that's when you know it's time to make a move. The alarm clock goes off. Everything's, you've already done everything. And there are scales. Because a month ago, a couple of months ago, I still had to finish painting the house. And I had to do a couple of things for the doors. And now that I'm thinking about it, there's, there's a couple of little things that need to be fixed. Um, one of the pipes needs to be fixed. And, What's a couple of these little things are fixed? Actually, it's probably just the pipes, you know, the bathroom, fixing that up and then, you know, so we don't leave this place in disarray. You know, fixing the house up to the best that it can be. My wife and I being as close and as strong, you know, having our relationship strong, as strong as it can be because, you know, this, the stress of moving here, moving, what was it, 30 minutes away? was a lot of stress and we didn't have dogs or it was just us then. Now we're thinking about moving a few hours away. You know, a grocery store not down the block. You know, parents not down the block. So, it's getting everything in order. Making things as good as they possibly can be when they can't be any better or trying to make things better at the stage you're at isn't really making that big of a difference because once you, once you, once you jump up a level, so you, know, you go from here to here, every little thing you do is kind of big until everything you're doing is not so big anymore. So you might make like a 10% jump, a 20% jump, 
and then every little jump after that is one percent half a percent you're do you're putting in the same amount of effort or you might be doing the same thing but you're getting much less of a return and there can only be so many reps of that and more reps more volume you get better you get more practicing but soon enough you got to stop lifting the 10 pound weight you got to move up to the 15 or the 20 25 30 and you have to keep moving up until you hit i guess your max and that's about where i'm at right now hitting my max and having to make that jump but fighting myself on whether there's more I can do here if I'm ready. Um, and I guess fighting the fear, but I just need to get up out of bed. You know, say goodbye to the comfort for a little while and go to the next level. That's when I know. It's time to move. It's time to act when your movements and actions aren't really doing much where you're at. When it feels like it's no longer time to stay still. Or when the movements and the actions you are taking feel like you're staying still, you're moving and you're acting, you're doing stuff, but everything is still. And that's balance, actually. Um, I've achieved balance at this level, which probably means I've beaten this level. And yes, things could be better. We could spend a, another year here, a couple years here, and really master this level. But at a point, it's not, it's not whether you master it or not. It's not whether you perfect it, because you, you can't exactly perfect it. It's whether you actually, whether I actually want to be here. I love balance, I love peace, I love having the comforts of day-to-day -day life. You know, having a routine, knowing I'm going to get up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go here, this is, this is how the day goes. I love that. But what I love more than that is building that, getting that in order. That's the process of finding balance is better than the balance itself. The process of getting peace Bringing peace into your life is, is better than the peace itself sometimes. I'm not saying don't, don't go and enjoy the peace. Or don't enjoy the peace once you've earned it. But for there to be continued peace, you have to continue to fight for it. It's a cycle. Peace and war. Order and chaos. 
If things are too ordered, things are too peaceful, it's probably time to move on. To get other things in order. To bring peace to other areas of your life. So, just a thought. Um, thank you all for tuning in. If you like the content, if you like more content, if you'd like a video on something specific, leave a comment. If you have a thought in response to my thoughts, please leave a comment. Like, subscribe if you're listening to this on our YouTube channel, or please leave a review if you're listening to this on our podcast. And until next time, no rush. <laughs>